tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. And we are back again with Game Plan Online 29.7, Joe FM. My name is Fent Tota, here Fent your host. We're on from now till 3 p.m. Bringing you the best perspectives from the world of sports. Quite a lot has been happening. Tonight we've got lots of transfers covered. Ronaldo has finally completed his move to Manchester United. What exactly does he bring to that team? We've had first look at some teams in preseason. Manchester United, Chelsea have all been involved. Tottenham Hotspur, Arsenal. What early indications have you seen in those squads? What is needed? What is covered already? happening with Moses Caicedo to Chelsea and with Fofana out should they sign Harry Maguire that's a conversation we'll have here on the show right here at home it almost looks like a coordinated attack against a Black Stars coach Chris Hewitt this week has been quite eventful Comments from people in high places. George Amwaku said he's not being impressed by Chris Hewitt. He's only played three matches. And the Abbey says a lot needs to improve. He had a lot of expectations for Chris Hewitt and his backroom staff because they've been there for a while. He says we don't have a lot of time. We need to improve and improve very, very quickly. In the shadow, the team manager has said that he believes that we are better off with continuity. Uh, he says, of course, that uh, we would have been better if uh, Otoado continued as head coach. He has explained that that is not to say he doesn't support Chris Hewitt. He actually wants more time for Chris Hewitt. But the question we are asking is, is this necessary at this time? Why are we already pumping pressure, whether perceived or natural, on the head coach of the Black Stars? Is it warranted, given our recent failures? Oh, this is quite unnecessary. After three matches into his two-year contract, key people already want him to improve. He's played three games, two draws and a win. So that's an essential part of the conversation. The conversation is yours today. Towards the end of the show, I'll try and see if I can open up some phone lines for you to call in and contribute. Um, but the 
for now, you can tune in using our Twitter spaces. We're live there. We're streaming there on Joy 99.7 FM and also on Joy Sports GH. We're streaming on Twitter spaces so you can listen to us live during your lunchtime. Also streaming on YouTube at the Joy FM handle and on Facebook at the Joy FM handle. Later today, of course, this show will be available as a podcast for you to listen back on all the podcast platforms, Apple Music, Apple Podcasts, uh, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and also on YouTube at the Joy News handle on YouTube, Joy News YouTube channel. This show will be available for you to watch back. But the show is live and interactive as usual. The WhatsApp number to send in your thoughts to is 055 111 997 is the pressure on Chris Hutton necessary? The calls and the demands for him to improve are they required at this moment? Impressed or not, George Marco says he is not impressed. Remember, he's a former management committee chairman of the Black Stars, he's an ex co member, so is Randy Abbey. Marco says he's not impressed. Is that realistic? Is that justified? Or you sense that perhaps there is a certain coordinated uh, attempt at piling unnecessary or needless pressure on Chris Hewton at this point? Or you think that justifiably those comments need to come because Hewton needs to get his acts right? Where do you stand in that conversation? Galena Mate has arrived in Turkey where he's expected to complete a move to Besiktas. What does that mean for his Black Stars career? 055-1111-997 is the WhatsApp number. Also on Twitter, leave me a message, use the hashtag GamePlan, uh, and I will retweet your messages and share them with the rest of our listeners from across the globe. Uh, the hashtag, of course, is GamePlan, or just tweet at me at Fentu underscore. But tonight, or this afternoon, there's only one place to start the show. Daniel Cranty. Oh, Take it away. What's my name? Oh, Nana. What's my name? Oh, Nana. What's my name? My United player now, Sicho Fed, Philip Achirim, Daniel Cranting, Muftar, Nabila Abdullahi. Muftar, we missed you. Back. He's back on the show. How are you? Philaman. Friends, can I tell the story of why Muftar has been absent for can the past three weeks? No, no, why no. Muftar has been absent. He's been on leave. Yes, but he was oh, supposed to. Happened. He was supposed to. Re- I was supposed but to. But time was supposed to. Oh, resume. Oh, oh, you wouldn't oh, have oh, missed what, plan. What, what, no is supposed, what is that supposed? What is that supposed here? Yeah, still a story. Tell the story. Mustafa was that. supposed to resume work on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. He was not at work on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. He was not at work on Thursday. Oh wow! Today is Friday. Wow! It's today that he has decided to show up at I work. I can't believe this, man. And then you see, and you see. You see that it is not possible for Muftar to stay away from work when his leave is over, unless a shock, unless a shock. Daniki, uh, in your intro, you I... said there's a coordinated effort at attacking Chris Hilton. I, I, I didn't say that. I so said... this is a coordinated I, effort I, to attack me. I, I, but I, this is not an attack. I, I, it's not an attack. We are just spilling facts. That's the truth. Why you in my house? Must know Why you in my house? Daniel, what happened? Why is Muftar so? Uh-huh. It all started on Tuesday. Uh, yes. The day before he was supposed to resume. Uh-huh. Muftar. You see, when you're on leave, you don't calculate your transport to work and things. So you think <laughs> you have excess money. You understand? Uh-huh. So, so Muftar miscalculated. Uh-huh. And he chopped the money by heart. His salary. Thank you. 
So Muftar didn't calculate for the last two weeks of this man. <laughs> so he's sitting here, he's broke. <laughs> but that's a side issue. Yes. So Muftar, going home from Medina, <laughs> he was going home and his stomach did. That's right. You know, chop since morning. <laughs> so he said, this they are for buy two. But I see now the economy to 20 Ghana, you can't get proper rice. And he only had 20 cities. And he only had 20 cities. Uh -huh. And he wanted rice or nothing else. You understand? <laughs> Yes. So he looked around Medina, the Indomie woman too, they say 25 and above. That's right. So right now Muftar was hot. Uh -huh. So he was walking around Zongo Junction area. Yes. Then ah, he, that place. Yeah. Yes. Then he took a sharp turn. That's right. Sharp turn, then he saw a woman in the corner there selling granites. Wait, fried granite or? No, 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 no. The boiled one. Raw. <laughs> The raw wait, granite. wait, wait. The one they harvested straight from the farm. Bugger, straight from the farm. <laughs> straight, see. Straight ah, that one is cheap. It's raw. That one is raw. Cheap. Yeah, they have not done anything to it. Ah, cheap and plenty. Now, if you are holding 20 Ghana, <laughs> Muftar lives at uh, Atomic. Area. Yes, yes, yes. 20 Ghana. Somebody would think that Muftar will buy granite like. Let's say 10 CD. Yeah, take change. And then use the try uh, this for, for transport. transport. No, no, no. Muftar bought raw granite. 20 granite. <laughs> one Oroka. Full Oroka. Full Oroka. And walked to. And he walked from Medina to, <laughs> to Atomic. <laughs> now, when Muftar got home, he didn't even fry the granite. Oh. Charlie, he poured the granite into a bowl. Cro, 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 raw like that. <laughs> then he went to fetch water from the tap. See? Some big cap. See, Muftar has some blue cap. He has some blue cap. He wants it to work oh, yes, 1.5 liters. To drink cowboy coffee. 1.5 liters. The cap is 1.5 liters. He filled it with water. <laughs> Tayu, water. Then he put it on the side. Then he took the granite. Crack, 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 crack. Then he drank the water. He will chew some, then drink water. See, I promise you, approximately 17 minutes later. <laughs> 17 minutes later. One seven. His stomach, you see, the stomach is a very interesting organ. That's right. When you are hungry, it's the top side of the stomach that does. True story. When something goes wrong, it's the lower side of the stomach <laughs> that, that does. The bowel movement. Close to the down there. So the connection between the stomach and the uh, large intestines and the rectum. <laughs> It started doing crrrr. Then move down. You see the bottle sticks to when something wants to drop, then they'll start twerking on their own. That's right. That's when you squeeze your legs. That's when you squeeze. Why? Why is? Why is? No, allow him to go on. Danny is talking as if. You see, like even like Danny Dema. As the saying goes, everybody has a guardian angel. Danny is speaking as if. I told you. He was like he was the angel around Muftar throughout. So he was seeing his flippy. Me, I am. Muftar, No, relax. Daniel, finish the story. So make it finish the story. Muftar, please. You see that thing where he's here and this one, Muftar, don't do like. We all know what you are going to do. Finish the story. You understand? When you are in those situations, we all understand how the bottle sticks behave. Sure, they will be tweaky. Twerking like you squeeze your legs. You squeeze your legs and do. But still. Oh, <laughs> when the Muftar has called Fentu Tahiru, and I was there with Fentu. He said, "Boga, Charlie, tomorrow I can't come to work. I can't come to work." <laughs> Fentu said, "Oh, what is wrong?" He says, "I'm going 
through a situation I can't control. <laughs> Charlie, the guy took colonial. He took... Uh, you know work. Charlie, you know work. <laughs> he went to Google. They said they should drink uh, this thing. He, see. He, he consulted Google doctor. He said, it won't work. <laughs> Wednesday afternoon. He said, oh. So that was Tuesday afternoon. Yeah. Wednesday afternoon, he called back. Uh-huh. I remember. He said, oh, you remember that? Yeah, I, I said, Charlie, ah, how, said, what's going on? How far now? How far? Any improvement? He said, I thought I was okay. Uh-huh. But, I thought I was okay. <laughs> but, but this, this is unpredictable, my brother. <laughs> 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 it was it was Thursday. That Thursday, yesterday, he called me. I asked him, Muftao, how are you feeling? He said, my brother, now the thing is six more. Welcome to the show. Uh, thank you. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> That we have to start on that note. I'm sure we missed you. No, no, no. It's not okay to start on that note. I go, I go. The pressure I go there. I'm the interview to ask me that one. It'd be Uh, great to go talk about. Citro Fair, Philip Atrim. Listen. What's up? uh, Let's get straight to it, okay? Quick. Now, uh, on Sunday, uh, our very good friend, you know, on Friday, I mean, the shadow was here. Yeah. Okay. All right. He came here to talk football DNA. All right. No problem. No problems. See, when you come to join, you don't have any problems. <laughs> then, you go, hold on. Then Saturday, free. Sunday evening, sit at home. Oh. I mean, Richard, sit at home. No. Your man, he didn't sit at home. He went to another station. And out of excitement, he said plenty things. But you see the way the media works. You say, can say all the sense. But you say it on one sentence, B. And the people see headlines there. And then they will take it. And unfortunately for him, I listened to the whole thing and I could see the sense he was trying to make. Okay. He was trying to make a sense of why we needed longevity and longevity is good. But certain sentences, they, if you say it because of perception already, people read meanings. So this is what Amini Shadow said concerning ex-coach Otoado which has now been elongated to implicate the current coach Chris Hutton. Listen to this. I've always said, and I've made this very public, I, mm-hmm. I, believe, I believe that we would have been better off with Otoado continuing because he made mistakes at the World Cup. He has never been at that level before. He is somebody who learns on, who, 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 who takes lessons out of failures. And I believe would have been better placed to make right decisions now, but that is gone. Okay, it is gone. The comment itself there is not gone. It's here. <laughs> so Shadow on 3FM on Sunday evening. I've spoken to Shadow. Um, he says the meaning they're ascribing to it is not what he intended to communicate. And to be fair to him, if you listen to the full audio, that's what he, that's not exactly, like the, if you take this in isolation, it, it has far more dangerous implications than if you listen to the full tape that's fair so it's important that i put that out just to be fair to him then george amwako management committee chairman former management committee chairman for the black stars he was also asked about chris hutin for him there were no insinuations it was clear as day he is not impressed with chris hutin after three matches yeah, to me, he's not impressive. All the games we played under him, I'm not impressed. I'm not impressed. And let's pray, sir, at least we'll qualify 
for the next Afghan in Côte d'Ivoire. Yeah. And then we we'll see how we we'll proceed from there. Because World Cup will be a way to qualify. We will have to qualify and go to America. Ghanaians will want to go to America. But so far, a lot, a lot, a lot will have to be done. Okay. <laughs> I have not been impressed. He said he was in Angola for the game. He's not been impressed at all. That the work that remains to be done for Krizitin is huge. And he doesn't need 10 matches to see that Nkoye, only three games. He is satisfied. He's seen enough to conclude that he is not impressed with Chris Hutton. Randy Abe also spoke to Spice FM in Takradi, and that was on Tuesday night, I believe. And this is what he said regarding Chris Hutton, practically saying that his expectations have not been met and the work that remains to be done uh, is quite huge. Listen. We think that there's a lot of work to be done. Well, because we have we have a lot of expectations about his shooting and his team made up of uh, Dudu Dramani and uh, Boatin, you know, and Ole. And uh, we believe that based on um, the uh, fact that they've been around the team for a while and all that, you know, um, they could hit the ground running. Uh, we, are, we are not too happy. Uh, we think that there has to be a lot of improvements. It's pretty obvious that there are a lot of improvements that, that have, have to be made. And we also don't have all the time in the world. So we need to be acting fast. We don't have time. He said we need to act fast. So improvements have to come and they have to come fast. In other words, eating doesn't have a lot of time. Um, you've heard that. And these are three top officials of the Ghana Football Association. I am not here to say or make suggestions that it's a coordinated effort. And they could be expressing, and actually we should, we should clarify that they were expressing these opinions in their independent capacities. Randy Abe is an ESCO member. He's clearly, you heard him in the voice. He says his expectations were huge. So far, they've not been met. The work that remains to be done is huge. Uh, Marco says he's not being impressed. Uh, Aminu Shadow says we need longevity. Um, so uh, the question ultimately is, what are we doing here? He's only been in charge for three games. How do you determine when somebody is speaking in, in his capacity as an individual or when somebody is speaking in his capacity as a worker of the Football Association? Because you just that, said that Dr. Randy Abel was speaking in his individual capacity and but how do you how do you differentiate that you, from where you sit? So we that's the point because he spoke alone. The only way we the only judgment we can form is that he was speaking in his individual capacity. No, that's the only judgment. No, no, no but that's no, the but, only but, practical but, judgment. But, on, on what basis but, but do you the, have an idea what might have happened behind the scenes before he went public? Because, because I don't know exactly. Because I don't know that. No, I can only say what I know, and no, what the, I know the is the only clarity would be uh-huh. on what. On what um, portfolio did that radio station call him? Because as an ESCO if, member, if, you, sure. if, if, if they call you as an ESCO member and you speak anything Ghana Football Association on that platform, you're not speaking as an You're not speaking as Dr. Randiabe. No, 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 no. They didn't come, call you to ask you about Pando no, Heart of Lions. That's fair enough. They didn't call you to ask you about your, the last election. Would you, would you contest or not? They're asking you about Ghana Football. You're an ESCO member. That's fair. You see... Uh, should I? Yeah, no, go on. Yeah, yeah, no, go no. On. You've go established on. the grounds that it is difficult to conclude uh, that it was an individual. Yes. 
And I'm saying that that's fair enough. And 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 you see, and everything they've said is handsome and beautiful, but it only implicates them. How? Thank you. All right. Now, what I mean is Shadow said. If I say it, there's nothing wrong with it. Yeah. If you say it as a broadcaster, as a journalist, there's nothing wrong with it. When he says it, it doesn't matter how, how well he, he meant, how he puts it. Yeah. When he says it, because of the position that he holds and the fact that he works closely with the coach, because the coach has to give you his selection, he has to give you his starting 11, those who will be on the bench, those who have been left out. He even has to send the, the players he scored up to you, the team, you do a lot of work. Yeah. But the fact that you work closely with him, probably he shouldn't have said it. Because once you say that, then the capacity as the team manager of the Black Stars pings up in the minds of people. And that's why people are saying, how do you expect Chris then to feel comfortable working with you? I absolutely know what I mean. Shadow was trying to communicate. But you see, he probably didn't, couldn't differentiate or he probably didn't, didn't realize that as a team manager, yeah. once he speaks, people will read through or people will read or people will listen to what he said through the lenses of the voice of the team manager True. and he, he he says he says that you know uh for longevity's sake yeah. had they kept otowado blah 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 we would have been at a better place it is all well and possibly true no one can tell of course he can be there 10 years and still flop yeah and this is why it implicates they themselves the gfa because because before otowado would become the Black Stars coach. Chris Hilton was available. True. We all knew at some point that Otto was not going to stay post the World Cup. In fact, he had made that clear. And before Otto became the caretaker of the Black Stars, he was a part-time assistant coach to Milo. Dr. Randiabe was part of those who were taxed to go and find a new manager to replace CK. Yep. He came back, or oh, they came back with the name of Milo. Mm -hmm. And they came back with the suggestion of making Otto, and at the time, Didi, uh, no, Otto and Maxwell Kunedu. They were the assistants. Otto missed out on the AFCON because he was a part-time job. His primary job won't release him to be there at the AFCON. True remember? story. True story. So if you are considering longevity and you are considering that if you have a man there for a period, it is good for the team. Knowing what we knew uh -huh. pre the World Cup that Otto wasn't going to be there, it didn't make any sense then that the president of the FA and, his, and, and those who went after Otto went to pick Otto. Yes. Because quite clearly, after the World Cup, we would have to restart with another coach. Yeah, it turns out that coach is Chris. Yeah. So if you had the whole knowledge that time no day, we have to qualify for the AFCON, there will be World Cup. If we if we have a manager who stays long enough, it will be good for the team. Why did you go for Otowadu? In fact, Chris was in Ghana when they were flying to Germany. That is what I'm saying. That before Otto became manager, Chris was here. Isn't it, and, and, isn't it, doesn't it, and, and you make a very good point. Yeah. Doesn't it feed into the perception that perhaps changing the coach wasn't their idea and that if it was left to them alone, they would have kept Otto? Oh, no, 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 no. They no, couldn't no, have no. kept Otto because Otto, answer. it was clear that Otto wasn't going to leave Dortmund for Ghana. Anything else emotions. If you think oh, Otto would have enjoyed staying in Ghana if he won the war, all of those are... So you're saying that they already subscribed to the short-sightedness the moment they we committed knew, to no, Otto. We knew. Yeah. Even Otto said it when he was leaving the job that he had already said that he wouldn't continue irrespective of the results at the World Cup. And also at the press conference at the team hotel of the Black Stars yeah. when Otto made those declarations. And I even asked him a question. That coach, you took this job on a part-time. Do you think on, on hindsight that if you had a job on full-time, 
you'd have better prepared this team. He said, well, maybe, but maybe his family will have suffered a lot of things. Yeah. We, we didn't answer the question by that. So the team, we knew that there will be no longevity with Otto. Now, this is where I, I'd say I've been saying this for two years. Okay. That we have a very young squad and we have a perfect opportunity of preparing the team for this AFCON. Yeah. And if you like, for the World Cup that is ahead. Otto, we knew was going to go, so he's gone. We had to bring in another coach in Chris Hilton. Now, we brought in Hilton, who has been here for three games. And I'll be honest, when all of them say that they are not impressed with the brand of football, I agree. But I don't think the solution to the way we will play is only about the coach. Because we've changed Kosiapia. Mm-hmm. We've brought in CK. We've brought in Milo. We've brought in Otto. There's Chris. What makes you think that all of the problems you are facing is coaching, coaching, coaching? Maybe it's time. So you see, they've been in office. Dr. Randy Abe, George Amakun, Keto Kreku. They've been in office for like four years. Mm-hmm. And they've said that They've, they've had five coaches, by the way. Yeah, they, they, they are saying that they've overachieved in their term of office because when they took over the GFA, it was at its all-time low. Post Anas. So, so really, anything else is an achievement. Good. <laughs> why don't you also, we're at the bottom of the bottom. Why don't you also push the same energy to Chris Hilton? When at the time he took over the Black Stars, we were at our all-time low. We are going to the Afghan, the disastrous Afghan. We went to the World Cup. We exited in the first round. Like our football hasn't been good. So if you are saying you have overachieved because when you took over the earthy four years ago, we were at our all-time low. What should the manager who's been at the, at the who's been in charge of the team for only three games also say? So yes, if you guys deserve time to work, back the manager and, and give him and time. Asking for a second tenure. Yes, yes, yes. If you need a second tenure to continue your good work. What makes you think the coach who's been here for only three games doesn't need time? And the truth is... Well, to be fair, none of them has said that he doesn't need or require the time. No, they've not, and they've not also said that he requires it or need it. They are saying they want the results now. They said they don't have, we don't have time. And, and that is my problem. <laughs> you see, and that is, you see, that is my problem. So you're not even telling us that, oh yeah, we are not impressed with what we've seen, but we need to put a lot of things in place. We need to do this. We need time. Because when you begin to speak this way, you're telling all Ghanaians that the coach has to start delivering now. Yeah. When in truth, you have to tell all Ghanaians that our team needs a lot of work for it to get to the level we want. And that is where you measure engaged expectations. So for me, it's almost as if they are not backing the coach enough in public. If, if Chris feels like they are not being, he's not being backed by the people he's working with enough, it is justified. If you're not happy with something, there are things you can say publicly. But there are things that you have to tell the coach to their face and leave it out of the public space. True. So that you can... You can Especially in that capacity as, as an ESCO, ESCO member. member. You have access to the coach. Yes. You, you, you get it. And, and that's where my problem is. So I think they have to work together as a collective. Give the coach what he needs. The coach doesn't have a psychologist. The coach lacks so many things. Yeah. Since he came, you've not been able to organize one friendly... He's been here since January. And there were opportunities. Since February or March. March. He's been here since March. You've not been able to give him one single and there friendly were opportunities, game. And there were windows say. where you could have given him that yeah. to try his hands on things. So you've not done your part of the job, but you want to blame the coach for not doing his job fully. So I think, Charlie, some way. Some way. Uh, Daniel, it, it, is there an aspect of it that is justified, though? Um, because he's played three games. Um, he's won one. We haven't qualified for the AFCON yet. And with those three matches, to be fair, if the results were better, we would have qualified for the AFCON by now. He's failed to deliver on that. The football, like Sicho said, the brand of football hasn't been impressive. So if anybody says, 
I haven't been impressed with the coach. Well, is there not some truth in that? They hired him, right? Yeah, presumably. Yeah. So they they know his track record. Yes. Mention one team that Chris Hilton has played or has managed that has played an exciting brand of football. His Newcastle were good. His they were good, not, so not exciting. The Newcastle in championship was but decent. So if you know the guy's brand of football, you know his philosophy, and then you hire him, and then... Is it just that though? What about the results? No, that's I'm 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 speaking to George Amarco's criticism of his style. Yeah. It, it's it has no basis. You don't hire Pep Guardiola and tell him to come and play defensive football. Then you don't know what you want. Mm. You need to know what you want and bring in somebody who can get you what you want. So that's a non-starter. But my point is I'm actually very happy that the GFA they have standards. I'm happy. And then this is in the spirit of keeping the same energy. I'm happy that they can look at these black stars and tell themselves that they are not happy. Mm-hmm. Because then it means that they have a certain standard that they expect the black stars to be at. I'm only disappointed that they didn't criticize themselves <laughs> when our under-20s failed to qualify for the AFCON. We just were just kicked out of the WAFU group stages. Because yeah. we won it yesterday. Yeah. I'm also quite disappointed that they didn't criticize themselves when our under-17s hosted the Wafu and we also failed to qualify from the group stages. That one, we didn't hear anything. Mm -hmm. I'm also quite disappointed that when our under-17s were banned for age cheating, we still haven't had an official... Yeah, the maidens. We still haven't had an an official uh, publication to even tell us whether it's true or not. It's Kaf who told us, the GFA hasn't, hasn't, up to now, they've not told us anything. They didn't criticize themselves for that. They didn't criticize themselves when the black women failed to qualify for the women's women's AFCON. And then the black satellites went and the black satellites champions to Niger. And they were good. Yes. All those ones they've not seen. But it's Chris Hutton's three games. No, wait, wait, wait. Daniel, don't go there yet. I've not even finished. Add, add, add AFCON. When we finished bottom, didn't win a game. We didn't win a game. You know who Keto Kriku blamed? He said if we have Messi. They said if we have Messi or Ronaldo. Ronaldo. So it's not the coach's fault. That time, it wasn't the coach's fault. And you see, that particular statement, it pained me. Yeah. Because had Kate told me, knowing my relationship with Cristiano, (laughs) I just would have called him to come and play for Ghana. (laughs) My friend, be serious. No, it's true. (laughs) No, my point is, we can all choose to be silly if we want to be silly. That, That part is true. It's true. You because finish? to be fair, that was quite a cynical Look, comment. Yeah. You 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 were bottom of the group, the worst ever AFCON performance. After and that was sliding that, the players, so that was yes. telling us that we don't have good players. We don't players. have good players. Today he says it's coaching. Now it's a coach's problem. It's Chris Hutton's three matches that you can see. So me, my own is if you are piling pressure on Chris Hutton, suck yourself first for all the <laughs> failures of the past. Oh, no, it's true because you set standards. Yeah. You know what is nice, you know what is good, and you know what is not good. So, since you are telling us that Chris Hutton must improve, mm-hmm. but you have overachieved, mm-hmm. there's sort of a disconnect somewhere. Mm. So, go back and go and check again. The standard is not standardizing. Yourself. It's not standardizing. So, suck yourself. You understand? When they said they should, uh, uh, that uh, Black Stars, the poor showing at the AFCON, they, they did reshuffling. Yeah. 
maintain that same silly committee and then put different people. The mm -hmm. concept, the silly concept of a committee yeah. for different national teams. Even though there was a massive recommendation from a subcommittee during NS against it. normalization, saying that scrap, scrap management it. committees. No, they but they thought it wise and it's good for them. Yes. It is job for the people. Yes. Thank you. It? So go back and then check per the standards that you are you are measuring Chris Hutton's performance so far on. Use it also to measure yourself. Yeah. And if Chris Hutton needs to improve, there may be you too. You need to improve. If there's no time. And if Chris Hutton doesn't take care where we are going, you remove him. You two suck yourself. Interesting. And then come back. That's right. Uh, Muftar, you get the last bite on this. I don't know whether you will have to ask me a question. I mean, I just, I'm just I don't know. That's why I say you have a last bite on this. Uh, because I really don't want us to drag this. But my personal opinion is I just feel like, and Sutra is absolutely right. I think perhaps the conversation can be had. Because I personally cannot say I have been impressed. It's been three games, but nobody who has watched those three matches will say to themselves, including everybody listening right now, that they have been impressed. But also it's early days yet. And I'm saying that the GFA members, so did, they did have we, a right Did we to, give ourselves a window to tell Chris Hutton that this is what we want to see? Did we ever create such a window at for At least him? not publicly. And I'm not too certain that anyone expected Chris Hutton to start playing a Pep Guardiola kind of football in three matches. This is a man who hasn't had opportunity of even working with players for more than three days before a game. The first game against Angola, how many days did he have to prepare? The second leg and the game against uh, Madagascar. Mm -hmm. How many days were the players available for Chris Hilton to prepare them before these games? And the funny thing, actually, for me, is that when people begin to make comments like this, it feels into the minds of the general public that the FA are horrible when it comes to communicating to us. Mm -hmm. They keep raising standards, standards they know very well that they themselves cannot even meet. If the FA is to be very honest with themselves, mm -hmm. they will tell us that maybe we have a five-year plan, we have a 10-year plan mm -hmm. to win the African Cup of Nations, we are going to give the coach four years, five years contract and believe in whatever he's going to bring on board. Mm -hmm. If we win the African Cup before that, it's a bonus. But we want to be able to win the Africa Cup within the next five years. When you speak like this to Ghanaians and to the, the, the fan base of the senior national team, then we would follow and appreciate that you have a plan for the national team. Yeah. But if you come and tell us that within... Three games, 270 minutes of football. You are expecting some kind of football from the head coach. And when you fail and Ghanaians rise, then you go that Ghanaians are not patient enough. That's one thing I always struggle to accept. Mm -hmm. Because you are the very person who is, who is raising our, our hopes. You keep raising the hopes of Ghanaians that we've got a team. <laughs> when we went to Cameroon for the AFCON, the president never lost an opportunity to tell us that we were here to win. Then when we came back, in fact, after that opening game against Morocco, he granted an interview and said, our vision to win the AFCON has not changed. We are here to win it. After the first one? After the first Which game against Morocco. Yes. And the next game was supposed to be against Gabon. Who said 
the GFA president. But recently at the Congress, he said that he was. It was his hope that we go and bring the Afghan. Yeah, World he Cup. expected that we we're going to, go win. to win the World Cup. That's mm. what he said. So if the president himself tells us this, right? And when we fail and come back, you would you would ask a question, a cynical question for that matter. If we have Messi or Ronaldo, let me know. I'll let them call him to the team. For real? <laughs> the comments that I mean I mean I'm sure I mean will be the first person to admit that based on the position he occupies, he, he shouldn't should not have, have said, said it. that. Yes, I mean he'll be the first person to admit it. But I think that sometimes when you when you find yourself in certain areas, there are certain comments you don't have to make. Aminu made a comment. Two executive council members have actually said same. In the same week. In the same week. It where it, there's no blasters. It, but it in fact, it buttresses the point many people made. That, and like Situ was saying, if you knew very well that you were not going to have auto post World Cup, you were very sure that after the World Cup, you had to start all over mm -hmm. with a new man in charge. Chris was here in February 2022. In fact, funny enough, I don't know what I was doing on the internet. I came across the story I published on the appointment of Milovan Rivert. Sika Akuna was sacked on 13th uh, September. And the following day, which was a Tuesday, 14th September, that was when we published that they had contacted uh, Milovan Rivert to come for the job because they were given three days to find a coach. Yeah. There was a subcommittee that was put together yes. for that purpose. Mac Addo, Randy Abel, and Salif Zida. Yes, yes. Mac Addo. Randy Abbey and South, these were the three members of that committee who were taxed to hire the coach. With they them. brought in Rahiva. Yes, we and they defended him to the moon. So, oh, yes, they brought him every and single gave thing. Otoado as a part time assistant, gave him Max Okunodo as a part time assistant. Well, yeah. And the funny thing, uh, actually, no, their, that their, their, their defense of Rahiva makes sense now. It does mean that that was their decision. So they stood by it. They the fact that they are now. So, so it means that perhaps mm. okay. So, like I'm saying, mm. it buttresses the point that Whoa. many people actually made that we never wanted Chris Hutton. And in fact, I had the interview with. And wait, 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 hold on, hold on. Who never wanted Chris? Hutton? The GFA never wanted Chris Hutton. It's not but, a hidden secret. But it's their coach now. It. I'm just telling you, it is not a hidden secret. So, how do you why, hire somebody you don't why, want? Why was he offered a one-year contract? Huh? I'm not going to mention the name of the person who actually asked them to increase the contract. To 21 months. Wait, I'm, you I'm not, hold on, hold on, Muftal. You are giving too much information at the same time. Back up, back up a little bit. You are telling me, the first GFA of all, never that Chris the GFA didn't want Chris They Hutton. never one. wanted Chris Hutton. That's one. Yes. Two, you are saying as a result of that, initially they wanted to offer they, him, they offered a, 12 him months. a one year contract. And in fact, when and somebody contract, asked them to make it 21 months. When the months. contract was submitted, they were like, ah, 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 but Wafa, you, you are giving them a one year contract. What is he going to do with a one year contract? And the contract was even going to expire when? When we are going into the after. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. That was a contract that was being offered to Chris Hilton. Wait, his contract was supposed to expire in December. In December. And just around the time we are going into the, the time, time we are going to the AFCON. And we would have gone to the AFCON with a new coach. And guess yeah, what? Hey, they did delay <laughs> the <coach laughs> the the tactics. And the contract was signed. In fact, the contract was signed the day. I love this country. The day... Uh, um, Christian Achu was going to be buried. That was the day Chris, uh, Chris Hutton signed his contract. So, oh, the day I was following him about to know. That was the very day. When he left the place, he went straight to the GFA secretary and signed his contract. Interesting. That was the day Chris Hutton signed his contract. Remember now, me and Juliet were following him uh, everywhere. Assistant coaches. You're lobbying yeah. lobby to your assistant coaches. <laughs> <laughs> they, they were doing takashi, takashi, takashi. That's, that's what actually delayed his appointment. I see. Because 
one, Chris Hilton was not happy with the one-year contract. Of course. And two, the people who are who are going to pay said, come on, why are you contract you're giving to this man? It can't even do anything. That that could, and in fact, I had a conversation with so the non-football people knew that one year contract wasn't enough. Yes. But the football, football people, people said but the football, but the football people, people said one yes, year was are, enough. They are, they are going to give him one year. And contract. the same football people are the ones who also want longevity. They are the very people who want longevity for, for a head coach. For the same stay. Essentially, what Moftao is saying is that the commentary now does not help the perception yeah, exactly yeah. that they yeah, probably they don't Chris. like this They man, probably they don't, don't like Chris. Yeah. Okay. It, it doesn't help it. I mean, the point and, is and, very well made. And, and just, just, to si- just, just to sign it out pretty quick. When, when these things happen, okay. right, what kind of relationship do you want to have with the head coach? Who is in charge? Because I, I can imagine when Amini shows up to to the next assignment of the Black Stars and looks at Chris Hitchin in the face. If he's Hitchin not already face, met him, imagine that would be George Amwaku mm. and Randy Abbey before the coach. What sort of relationship do you want to build with him? That's horrible. And guess what? When George Amwaku was management committee chairman of the Black Stars, what sort of performance did you see from the Black Stars when Sikakuno was in charge? In fact, he stood in South Africa and said it was over for, for CK Akuno after that, that defeat. And then we so came he back does to... have a reputation. But it wasn't over for him. And funny enough, there are certain things sometimes, yeah. because they are privileged things you are told, it's difficult to put them on record. You, George Amwako, was seated at a meeting when you people were presented with a Black Star squad, right? And guess what transpired? Two players' names were taken out of the squad. This was under CK. Under CK. Oh. And replaced with certain players. Is that knowledge of the coach? He was wait, wait. There. Could the coach brought his list. He could, he, the coach brought his list. They told and him, take this one out. Uh-huh. And take this one out and bring this guy. Take this one too out and bring this guy. That's right. And guess what? After those changes were made, there was a selection. Sometimes it's funny. And... And something, I don't, there are certain things you do. Fela, man. Give it the is, fella. It Drop is, it. It is really funny because some of these things... Sometimes they, they, they don't go, help the team. They go back blaming people thinking thinking that they are those who, who gave it out. But funny enough, see, I was made to understand that there was a point CK Akuno was naming his squad. They wanted Fleeman Baffer to play. You mean the, not just being in the squad? The, do you recall the game Accra has a focus for Tao Isaku uh, for Tao uh, Mohammed play? That was yeah, in South, South Africa. Africa. And he said Why he saw the empty seats and was scared. It was so big. In fact, Fleeman Baffer was supposed to play. Guess what? When CK Akuno announced his lineup, he told them he has problem with this position. <laughs> oh. <laughs> said he has problem with this position. Who said he had problem? CK. Told them he has problem with this position. So please, uh make Let's share ideas. Help me fix this position. Right uh, back. The right back. Ah, wait. Siko was talking to the management coach. Oh, relax. He's telling them, Abi, Abi, when I name a lineup, you want to have a say on who plays. Mm. So he told them, oh, this is my lineup. But this position. So, and Muftao, you know this how? You were there? <laughs> you want me to go into detail? I'm not going to detail. Don't show your sources. I'm wrapping up on Georgia Mwaku. This... He, so it's not a perception that they influence selection. It this is not a perception this is, in the this end. This is evidence you're providing. No, the, but this one also seems in like the, the coach went to ask. If, and the, the coach in, didn't come. That's the point. So if you are confused, coach, they'll help you. <laughs> <laughs> if 
if you are no, sure, no, no, no help. It, it is, not, it is even funny. It is even uh, funny. In the end, in the end, uh-huh. he made a decision of who should play. Guess what transpired? When they were asking him, who did you put inside? He said, no, he's going to play Fatah Isaku, the hard boy. He said, yeah, correct. Fatah Mohamed. Let Isaku rest. His name has suffered enough. Yeah, yeah. Who is giving him the thumbs up? You want you want Fleman Bafo to play. It's funny. Interesting. It's funny. And you are here. Well, if he was the management committee chairman, would he blame Chris Hutton? Maybe. Because George Amaku is quite a firebrand, isn't he? He talks quite a lot. Um, but I think uh, this conversation, the bottom line, the conclusion is clear. Let's be mindful of our words, especially if you occupy certain positions. At the moment, it doesn't... Uh, it doesn't seem right for management committee members or high uh, executive council members to pile the kind of pressure they're doing on Chris Hutton. There's already a narrative that Chris Hutton wasn't the choice of the GF. And comments like this after only three games do not help that narrative. So let's. Gary be... mentioned something here. Yeah. Um, was it the first two, three episodes where he said that? Let's wait. A point will come. People will begin to rush at Chris Hilton and talk about how the FA never wanted him and then there will be lots of pressure and all that. I don't know if anyone recalls yeah, that. No. Gary mentioned it here. Yeah, Gary said it. No. And we are at that <laughs> stage already. We are at that stage already. You know, I'm, I'm just going to say, though, that one thing is clear. The Ghana Football Association, the only way they can really become independent and start to make their own decisions regarding the coaching is when they get to a point where they are able to pay their coaches themselves. Until then, they would just become puppets. And basically, this is what goes through all of our youth systems because there are even coaches who coach in some of our youth national teams who were not the decisions of the Ghana Football Association. And people cannot be tasked to be managing football when they don't have the capacity to appoint who takes charge of a certain national team. And that exactly is why it is very difficult when a coach fails to lay the blame right in front of the coaches. For example, the Chris Hilton situation, if he fails, it is very difficult for you to entirely say it's the GFA's fault. So the Ghana Football Association, if you have all the money to do all the things that you're doing, you have to also get to a point where you can hire and pay your own coach. And then from then on, you can then move to the point where you're able to fund all of the national teams because some FAs do it. And that is the standard all around the world. And that's how you can truly become independent. At the moment, that uh, particular cocktail of one is paying, one is appointing, it's not working. It certainly isn't working for our football. And that's why we have all the problems that we have at the moment. But it's the situation. And it's a situation that we knew before we took power. And I'm talking about those in power now. It's been the arrangement for a really long time. It has brought us success. And so we are at liberty to demand success given the same conditions still exist. So you have to find a way to make it work. The blame game doesn't work. Ultimately, the Ghanaian football fan suffers. We're the ones investing our emotions and our money, I dare say, because the national team is funded by our taxes. All right, 055-111-1997. This is Game Plan on Joe 99.7. We'll take a very quick break. When we come back, we're going straight to Europe, where, of course, we'll be talking about all of the transfers that have been happening, and quite a lot of transfers have been happening in the last few days. Andrew Onana being the biggest of them, uh, of course. Uh, do stay with us. We'll be right back.